The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. I will climb my watchtower now and wait to see what answer God will give to my complaint. And the Lord said to me, Write my answer on a billboard, large and clear, so that anyone can read it at a glance and rush to tell others But these things I plan won't happen right away. Slowly, steadily, surely. The time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient. They will not be overdue a single day. Not this. Wicked men trust themselves alone as these Chaldeans do and fail. But the righteous man trusts in me and lives. The just shall live by his faith. Join me as I bring this podcast before the Lord. Loving God, I thank you today for what you have done in our lives. And thank you for this privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, as I come before you today, I ask that you will bless the sound of my voice, that as a comfort, O God, let it bring comfort to people who are hurting, those who are in the waiting room for a new job, for a new home, for a new business, and whatever they might be expecting out there. I thank you, Lord, because you are still in the business of answering prayer. And I seal this prayer in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is Divine Calendar. God's waiting room. Divine calendar. God's waiting room. To have a better picture of the subject matter today, let us take a succinct look at what Wiki has to say about calendar. A calendar is a system of organizing days. This is done by giving names to period of time typically days, weeks, months, 
Anies. A date is the designation of a single specific day within such a system. Now, many different calendars have been developed over the millennia, such as the Chinese calendar, the Islamic calendar, the Jewish calendar, the Mayan calendar, and the Gregorian and Julian calendars, respectively. These last ones are what our modern calculations are based on to determine our dating system and it has been in use for a very long time to help people organize their lives. So by now, some listeners of NUMA podcasts would be asking the question, what is the point of all this? In the world that is religiously charged, it is important that I establish the fact of the matter. For instance, in many parts of the world, religious people have taken the end and the beginning of the new year to be something of divine designation. As they almost worship these days as if it has some form of mystical power to impact on the lives of the next beginning. In doing so, they appear to forget that these calendars as defined earlier are nothing but markers that has nothing to do with the divine. This is why it is important, my brothers and sisters, to recognize that this dating system are just mere man-made, not divine. Many believers have lived their lives based on these calendars. Once their expectations are not met, discouragement sets in. And once you allow yourself to be discouraged, you place yourself on a pedestal that is difficult to have faith in God, who indeed has the right calendar for your life, both here on this side of eternity and throughout eternity. It is worth considering that as a child of God, while you do not know tomorrow, the one who created you have you all covered even when you do not know it yet. Like many of us who judge our activities by the material calendar activities, the psalmist, tired of waiting for the divine fulfillment, wrote this. That is Psalm 13, 1. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? This cry of anguish emanates from a genuine heart that is after God. Still, it failed to recognize that divine calendar differs from the man-made calendar. Here is what God's word said in 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 8 to 9. Don't overlook the obvious here, friends. With God, one day is as good as a thousand years, a thousand years as a day. God isn't late with his promise as some measure lateness. He is restraining himself on account of you, holding back the end because he doesn't want anyone lost. He's giving everyone space and time to change. So you see, my brothers and my sisters, 
clearly God must have and worked with a different calendar than all the others. And if we seek to, to key in into his calendar, our lives will be better than it is now. Because in waiting on God, we will learn and adapt one of the greatest virtues ever. It is called patience. Undoubtedly, the world we live in is troubled. We see natural disasters happening all over the place. Man's inhuman to his own kind is on the rise as evidence all over the continent of Africa and more recently in Ukraine. And that makes some of us lose patience with our kind and with our creator, God. And we ask God, are you still there, God? Why are you not doing anything about all the struggles around the world? Why are you not doing anything about the hunger that people feel some part of the world? And all these other questions. Brothers and sisters, the Creator is the one who determines how long you have to wait in His waiting room. Like your doctor, you have to wait. A few years ago in England, after a Sunday service, I went home, got into my bed, but could not sleep. And by 2 a.m., I managed to drag myself using my right hand to the A&E, being my first time. I had thought the doctors and nurses would run and attend to me. I was in a very excruciating pain from cellulitis, a common bacterial skin infection that pains in the infected area of the skin and could cause serious health problems if left untreated. I had no option other than to wait. And wait, I did, until 7 a.m. before I got attended to, and subsequently admitted for four days. Sometimes we are made to wait for the things we think we should have, the education we think we need, the properties we hope we should have, the jobs we think is worthy of our status, the family we think we deserve, and then they don't happen. And sometimes, it appears that things are eluding us, passing us by. But you know what, brothers and sisters? God is not a man like you and like me, and he is not obligated to dance according to our own tune of music. You know why? Because God alone is God. God alone determines the content of your calendar. Learn to let go and let God. Those who have been to Sunday schools would remember God's surgery and the science of waiting in his waiting room. Genesis chapter 18 verse 1 to 5, Father Abraham had a signed and sealed promise of a child, and yet he was sent to God's waiting room. He waited for 25 years. That was what was on God's calendar for his life at that time. His wife Sarah was tired of waiting and she did a DIY, do-it-yourself job, but it was a bad job that affected all of us even today. Next is Jacob 
And that's Genesis chapter 29 verse 20. Jacob was cheated in his marriage contract for his heart trouble, Rachel, and had to wait for seven years for God's calendar to happen to him. That period was his incubation time in God's waiting room. Psalms chapter 40 verse 1 to 3 has this to say. I waited and waited and waited for God. At last he looked. Finally he listened. He lifted me out of the ditch, pulled me from the deep mud. He stood me up on a solid rock to make sure I wouldn't slip. He taught me how to sing the latest God song, a praise song to our God. More and more people are seeing this. They entered the mystery, abandoning themselves to God. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. My dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, waiting on God's calendar and his time is another form of exposing God's character to those yet to believe in his faithfulness. We must be patient with ourselves, with others, and with God. As a younger person, I hated waiting, but as I matured, especially in the things of God, I am learning to be more patient. I use deliberately a present continuous terms because I am still learning. I'm still not there yet. Each day I, it comes, I learn to wait. I learn to be patient. You too must understand that our work with God requires patience to arrive at our desired destination, and with patience we surely will. The Bible, God's Word, is not short of lessons on waiting. Brother Joseph was unjustly incarcerated in prison for many years, and that's in Genesis chapter 39, verse 20 to 23. Though it was a prison situation, it was also on God's calendar, not on the Chinese calendar, not on the Islamic calendar, not on the Jewish calendar, not on the Mayan calendar, and not even Gregorian or Julian calendars. Because God ordained those times of his waiting in his waiting room. I don't know where you have been waiting. I don't know what you have been waiting for. But I do know something. If you are so tired today of waiting, that's because you may have been comparing yourself or judging your lives with others. Are you secretly thinking that your dream may never be possible? Then, let us look at our key text again together. And that's Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. I will climb my watchtower now and wait to see what answer God will give to my complaint. 
And the Lord said to me, Write my answer on a billboard large and clear, so that anyone can read it at a glance and rush to tell the others. But these things I planned wouldn't happen right away. Slowly, steadily, surely the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient. They will not be overdue a single day. Note this. Wicked men trust themselves alone, as the Chaldeans do, and fail. But the righteous man trusts in me and lives. Friends, the just shall live by their faith. The prophet Habakkuk was confronted with apparently insurmountable situations. What was he to do under those circumstances? Instead of staring blankly at nothing or complaining to emptiness, he chose to turn to the one who created him, Abinisho. He brought before his God all of his complaint and beseeched him. Habakkuk seemed to see how wrong it was for God to employ the Babylonians, the enemy nation, to judge and to punish the people of Israel for their sins. However, he took steps that were right which any child of God today should emulate. So verse 1, I will climb my watchtower and wait to see what answer God will give to my complaint. Habakkuk understood what total dependency meant to, to him and to God. So he acted by taking a stand at the watchtower to have a panoramic view of his environment. When we are in trouble, brothers and sisters, we must seek first to stand on our guard and be vigilant of our surroundings. And that include intensifying our prayer habits and seeking to hear God speak to us through his word. Habakkuk looked to God for answers and was prepared to wait for as long as it took. One of the problems we have today is that we want everything to happen at the snap of our fingers. We set up calendars and ask God to endorse it. And when it fails to fall through, we are negatively impacted. Verse number two. And the Lord said to me, write my answer on a billboard, large and clear, so that anyone can read it at a glance and rush to tell others. Here we see God started to speak to his servant, Habakkuk, giving him instructions on what was on his calendar and how he must communicate the message he receives. On divine calendar and in God's waiting room, there is a lot to learn. One, patience, and two, communication. Habakkuk would learn the secret counsel of God and the need to communicate. One of the greatest Christian allegoric classics ever was the book Pilgrim Progress by John Bonian, published in 1678. 
It was at a prison cell that he was inspired to pen that great work that blessed many people even today. John Bonyan was in God's waiting room when that miracle happened, when his eyes was open, when he was inspired to go into the inner chamber of God. And that's what happened when we take pleasure in the waiting room of God for his divine calendar to be fulfilled. Verse number three. But these things I plan won't happen right away. Slowly, steadily, surely the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient. They will not be overdue a single day. This verse is so critical to us as it teaches us about the blessings of knowing the heart of God in every challenging situation. When we see into the invisible, we will be able to dare to wait for God. And I believe that in all of our struggles, God understands. He also understands our intrinsic impatience. So he let us know aforehand through the inspired word, the Bible. Verse number four. The final text of Habakkuk chapter 2 and as rendered by the King James Version. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. This verse is the atrium of our relationship with the divine. These led men, like Martin Luther, to revolt against the establishment and subsequently altered the entire landscape of the modern church. The just shall live by his faith. Faith in God would give you the strength in God's waiting room, no matter how long. As I close, my brothers and sisters, I am reminded yet again of God's promises to Abraham of his becoming a father of great nation. Seasons came and gone. It seems that the promise of fathering a child would never come because of the apparent fruitlessness of his wife, Sarah. They were in God's waiting room for a considerable amount of time before the promise was fulfilled. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, let me inspire you today to trust in God's divine calendar. Even if it seems slow, do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient. They will not be overdue a single day. This is God's word for you today. And I want to encourage you the more that you should hold on to God no matter what the situation is, no matter what the condition is for you today, even as I speak. Let it be that you recognize 
that you are in God's waiting room, waiting for his divine calendar to be fulfilled. And with these brothers and sisters, I will say, God bless you. And please join me today as I pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for answering all the prayers that we have made. And I thank you especially for this message through this podcast. There are many that will listen to this podcast will be blessed. They will be inspired to trust in you more, even in their circumstances, even in their waiting room. Father, I know that your word has declared to us that no matter how long it takes, it will surely come to pass. And this, Lord, we believe. On this, Lord, we stand. And I seal this prayer again in the precious name of Jesus Christ, the one who is coming back again. Amen. In his Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.